Welcome to DT Madness, Chronicles from the Third Life, Episode 77, November 22nd, 2023. So glad you could make it. Welcome back to the madness. After a month pause, been a little choppy here lately after, I don't know, 70 or so consecutive weeks. Um, trying to find my rhythm once again with the podcast. We'll talk about that later on. Um, it's been a while, and so I wanted to highlight some of the key words and phrases and kind of foundations for what the podcast is about. DT Madness, that's me. Um, the third life is kind of my idea of the first life I look at, you know, from about the first 20 years, you know, high school, Davidson, a couple of those things. And then um, my second life beginning when I met uh, Sarah at Gardner Webb, and we've been together for over 20 years now. And then a couple of years ago, I had a an episode filled with with anxiety, with with medical issues, with uh, you know, other behaviors and addiction and things like that. And, and, and it came to a real, uh, a, a climax and I made some, some decisions, some life changing decisions. And, uh, uh, that's been almost three years now. Uh, but that begins what I think about as the third life, which in my mind at the time, um, would have been another 20 years. However, Life doesn't necessarily come in 20-year increments. And so perhaps, as I mentioned last episode or maybe the one before, that maybe we're in a, a transition phase and the fourth life is is on the horizon. Um, this is episode 77. I try to do it every week. Of course, this is a special Thanksgiving break edition. Um, November 22nd, 2000 was one of the greatest widespread panic shows of all time. You can find it on Apple Music. It's from, or probably other places, but it is, I think you can find it there. Maybe I had, uh, either way, if you can find, you know, I know you can find some YouTubes from it, but uh, uh, it was the first show that Sarah went to. My friend Joy went um, as well, and uh, they played Don't Be Denied in the encore, but I mean, they played all kinds of things. Little Thanksgiving Widespread Panic, which was definitely the band of Second Life. Um, just a phenomenal, phenomenal show. So I encourage you to take a listen to that. Maybe a Pilgrims from that uh, episode today. But but the tag, so glad you could make it, is a nod to Mike Hauser and, and the former guitarist, um, the original guitarist for Widespread Panic, who passed away um, 2002. Uh, and, uh, but that, that line comes from, from vacation song vacation. Anyway, happy Thanksgiving. As I said, uh, today is, is not much going on for me. Uh, but, uh, tomorrow morning I am, I get to be the grand marshal, uh, and the pace car for the, for the Turkey trot with the Ruby hunt YMCA here in town. They'll run through boiling Springs. It's a 5k annual tradition, Turkey trot deal. And uh, I get to be, I don't know, I get to be the pace car, which means I got to be there at 745. It's going to be chilly. 
And then I'm heading down to the Boiling Springs Fire Department Station number two to pick up my um, to pick up my turkey. Uh, and then Isaac and I are going to whip up some some foods for uh, for our family Thanksgiving that we're going to have here at the house for the first time. Uh, seems like a season of new traditions, and so we're going to kick one off. And then after that, it'll be football. Of course, we'll get to watch football all day. Uh, there's some great basketball on as well. We've been watching Duke and some of the other Maui Invitationals and stuff like that. But then Friday night, we'll be back at Sid Bryson Stadium here in Boiling Springs, North Carolina, Crest High School, in the fourth round of the North Carolina 3A playoffs. Last week, man, last week we played West Charlotte, and we were down 22-6 to going into the fourth quarter. Offense had been struggling to gain any traction. Defense was keeping us in it. Down 16, the rain begins to fall. We we score a touchdown, go for two, down 22-14. to 14. Stop them on defense, score another touchdown, go for two. Now it's 22-22. to 22. West Charlotte's driving down. They've got the ball late. About a minute left. They're in field goal position. They tee up the field goal. And we block the field goal. <laughs> of course, I'm the announcer. I'm the PA guy for for the Chargers. And it was just pandemonium, as they say, in the biz. But it was, uh, we blocked the field goal. And then we took it to overtime where West Charlotte scored first. Kicked the extra point. So they're up seven. We scored on one play in our overtime possession and went for two and got it and won 30 to 29 and the students stormed up to the scoreboard and oh my god it was just it was awesome it was awesome one of the you know spectacular moments in crest football uh football history but we'll play tomorrow night we play dudley tomorrow night and even though we're the one seed i don't know there are people who are picking the other team so so we'll see um, it's not the only football in town. App State plays Saturday. My son, of course, goes. He's a sophomore at App State up in Boone, and they play Georgia Southern this week. And if they win and JMU loses, then or or, or I think it's if Coastal Carolina loses, then App State can go to the championship game and whatever. Like it's been a uh, they they're on a quite a win streak as well. And I told Sam that I would I would get him tickets if if possible and a place. Uh, to whatever bowl game App went to. They lost last year to Georgia Southern in the last game and didn't qualify for a bowl game, but they're already they're already bowl eligible and projected to be uh, in a couple of different bowls, one in Myrtle Beach, one I think in Alabama somewhere, but one it, because they keep winning, they kind of keep moving up the ladder of, of bowl games. And so one is like scheduled for potentially being in Boca Raton, Florida. And that would be kind of bougie so i don't know I, I, i've been thinking about getting another job i really think i want to work at, at hannah's coffee house being a, a barista i don't know how much money that would put in my pocket but i don't know i have to get me one speaking of app state and sam and of course he's a part of an acapella group called voicemail m-a-l-e because it's an all-guy squad and uh, they performed last year at this thing up in Boone called Acapella Geddon, 
where the five different acapella groups from Boone come and compete. And last year they won, and we went up this year and we watched it, and they put on a dang show. Uh, I forget what Bruno Mars type rap they did first. No, was it Bruno? I think it was, yeah. And then, no, either way, either way. Um, whatever rap they did first was really, really hype and got the crowd going. And the dude that was rapping so fast, it was really amazing. You can find it on YouTube if you want. Um, Acapella Geddon or voicemail, anyway. But Sam Solo was in the second song, and I believe that's the Bruno Mars one. And I haven't stopped singing it. Like, I had to look it up and listen to it, and it's just like, Natalie, you ran away with all my money. And Sam, like, really sings it you know, well, and with a lot of conviction and passion, he really felt that one. And that was just awesome. I love seeing the boy perform. I went back and uh, watched a lot of his old school, eighth grade kind of singing Coldplay and then ninth grade singing the Lava Song. He's got some good Johnny, Johnny Cat. Anyway, like he's, uh, I like hearing him sing. Um, I'm still crushing the Wordle. Like I'm still crushing the Wordle. I got it in three the other day. It took me five today. What do you do? But like my streak is like, I don't know, 140 in a row playing on the hard mode. No big deal. I tried out Quirtle and it's like four of them at a time and I missed it. I didn't get it on the first one. And I don't know. I, I, I feel like Wordle is enough for me in my life. I mean, I do the mini crossword too. Um, so Quirtle, it was fun while it lasted. Some other things I've been thinking about and looking up and trying to make sure I keep up with is is how many days until December 28th. Um, and then it's less than 40. Because I did it. I went back and forth, even though my, I could say it right now. I could see it right now in my mind's eye. Like As I say, I went back and forth. My, my family rolling their collective eyes. They all knew I was going to do it all along, but I really wasn't. Like I really had to figure it out. I had to to figure it out budget wise because it's obviously not a cheap trip and uh but I'm going for some more fish therapy up to uh up to New York to Madison Square Garden uh for three nights. I'll be home for Sam's uh, birthday and, and then Sarah and Sid are going to Avett Brothers, but you know, just an up up and back really quick trip, of course. Oh man, what will the weather be like and delays and all that? I don't know. Those are things I think about, but I try to to let go. I'm not as anxious about going up this year as I was last year. Um, I had to look up how to deal with an ingrown fingernail. I'm mashing on it right now. It was on my pinky finger, and it was like very painful on the inside. And I don't know. I tried to dig at it some. That probably wasn't helpful. Turns out maybe it would have, you know, whatever. Maybe it would have gotten better anyway. I didn't set up a scientific experiment, but I did soak it in hot water for about 20 minutes couple times a day for a couple days and then uh, drop some triple antibiotic ointment on there and that seems to be feeling better but man which I was I was wild to continuing with the random theme um, have you ever looked up a map with the Pacific Ocean in the middle you know we just kind of take for granted that the Atlantic's in the middle because that's the maps we always have grown up with but of course the world is not really flat like that um, it's really interesting to look the map with the really interesting to look at the map with the Pacific Ocean in the middle with uh, the U.S. kind of on um, one side and then China and India, which is the most of the world. Not to discount Europe, but not to discount anybody. 
know what I'm saying? But like those seem to be, that seems to be the focus where we are now, the, the shift to the Pacific. Anyway, um, I got to go see Dave Matthews a couple of weeks ago. Uh, my friend David bought tickets for Sam and Zeke kind of in a surprise move. Sam didn't know the whole way down. I decided to go down and join him. It was just an hour away down in Greenville, South Carolina. And it was a good show. I mean, it was a good show. I didn't know a whole lot of the songs. It was a Wednesday night and it was kind of, uh, I was tired and worn out, but um, got some really good, good tracks that I did know. And it was good music, of course. Uh, but the encore is what really stuck out to me is that Dave um, ended with two-step, but uh, before that played a song called Just Breathe, which I, I just absolutely loved from the start and found out it's a Pearl Jam song. So I've been watching the Pearl Jam and listening to its version, Eddie Vedder singing it, uh, and, but then found that there's a Willie Nelson version that he sings with his son, Lucas, um, and that's pretty good too. Uh, Just Breathe, you ought to look up the lyrics. I've also been counting down days to January 14th until I realized that I was looking up the wrong day. And actually, I should be looking up the days until January 12th. Because January 12th will be the 11th installment of Hilton Head uh, with our with our people, man. With our BFFs going down to um, sit into the hot tub and talk about life, laugh and cry laugh a lot more, you know, um, eat some wings and whatever, man. It's, uh, it's just a great, great trip that, uh, I'm excited about. And so I need to switch that in my Google search from January 14th to January 12th. I've had to try to check on what to read after wellness by Nathan Hill. I read it. It's one of the ones in the Oprah book club. Um, I'm on a pretty good streak with what Oprah's been recommending. And that one was really just fantastic, Oprah. Uh, if you're if you're like, I don't know, if you're in your 40s or if you've been married for a little while or if you're just curious about psychology or Facebook algorithms and how they work and impact people, it's a very, very interesting and eye-opening book. It really is. It's called Wellness. Um, fiction, totally. And so uh, I went and read his other one. It, it was called Nick's. And that was really good too. Um, definitely some trigger warnings in that one for those of you who may want to know about that kind of thing. Um, but those are the only two that he has. And so I was trying to figure out what to read next. I tried to start with Life of Pi. I've seen that one around. I checked it out from our, my high school's library. I didn't. I read a couple pages and it didn't. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I need to give it more of a chance. But it wasn't wasn't where I was right then. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to read Lord of the Rings again. I usually read it about this time of year, and I'm, I plan to, except for the fact that this book called The Narrow Road Between Desires popped up on whatever I was searching, and uh, it's Patrick Rothfuss. And so I ordered it, and I'm about halfway through it. It's a novella, as they say. It's about 200 and something pages. Um, Rothfuss, of course, if you don't know, Rothfuss wrote... Um, the King Killer Chronicles, which um, The Name of the Wind and Wise Man's Fear are the two that are out. But it's a three-part story, and it's been over a decade since he uh, has – we've been waiting for over a decade for the, what is called The Doors of Stone, the final entry in this 
um, series, the King Killer Chronicles. And so fans are obviously frustrated and really upset. And hold up a sec. Let me get a sip of ginger and green tea here. Ah, yeah, I know you heard that. Um, but yeah, anyway, so frustrated for sure. But I picked this one up. It's about a character named Bast. I wouldn't go straight to it. I wouldn't go straight to the narrow road between desires because it'd be really helpful to read the first two books. I'm like somewhere hopeful deep down that this is a sign that maybe he's getting close to wanting to release the third book and we'll see. I won't go back and reread the other two until that becomes firm, but this one is really good. It really is. Um, I'm hooked and I can't wait to uh, probably finish it up today. It's only about a hundred pages left. So anyway, love Patrick Rothfuss. And, uh, but Lord of the Rings is, is up next. Um, Joe Manchin age is something I looked up. Joe Manchin is a Senator from West Virginia who said that he wasn't going to run again for Senate. He's a Democrat from West Virginia, but like an old school Democrat. So West Virginia isn't going to vote for a Democrat again in these days and age. Um, but he is open to potentially running as a third party candidate, maybe one of those no labels parties because he is in the middle and he's probably a conservative Democrat. That doesn't make a lot of sense anymore. Um, but there used to be those and, um, but I wanted to look up how old he was and he's 78 or whatever too. And I'm just like, man, move out of the way. Make some room for some for the next generation. It's time. I, I fear. I, I mean, I can't vote for either of the two old people that we've got running. Like I won't. I just won't. And so, and people will tell me, well, if I don't vote for the one, then I'm going to elect the other. And no, that's not. That's not on me. Um, so people need to stand up and say we want some new, some new people and and a younger generation. We've got to get rid of this gerontocracy that we've got going on. Um, anyway. The El Nino is poised, apparently, to hopefully bring us some wintry-type weather uh, this winter, which is when wintry-type weather would usually come in the winter. I'm hoping for a nice six- or eight-inch snow. We hadn't had one of those in a while. I'm hoping for that. A um, couple days off from school, a nice, beautiful landscape, but we'll see. I asked my kids the other day what the purpose of education was, my students, and then I made a word cloud because I'm getting in the word clouds. And I don't think I've talked about this yet, but maybe I did already um, in the last episode. But I did. I made a word cloud, and the, the biggest word that popped up was future. And if I would have combined all the words like preparation and you know real life and all these kinds of things that their idea of education or what a purpose of education is, is all about for later. And that made me sad. It did like how we've conditioned our students to not think that education is for now, how we've set up a system where this is all about achieving the next step. Like you're some cog in an industrial wheel, you know, and it's time to move on from that. And so, you know, um, I told my students in AP seminar, that we want to focus on three things in the class that, that we, we want to, there are practical skills in that course, you know, learning how to research, learning how to discern what's credible and what isn't, which becomes increasingly difficult in our age. 
um, how to do presentations and, and have good communication skills like that. Those and more are going to be really helpful for them as they go forward. Um, I want us to have fun and I'm working on ways to do that. I'm not usually an icebreaker type person, but I'm trying to figure out ways to incorporate a little bit more fun in that course because they are having to write a research paper. And so uh, trying to um, use fun as an antidote maybe. Uh, but also that I want us to have the conversation, like what's what's real. I've had some students that haven't been coming to class, and I had one come and sit with me, and his first question was asking me, like, how are you here and seeming to be okay uh, with all the stuff that went on with your dad? And and this student and I just had a conversation during my planning period for about twenty or thirty minutes, and we talked about anxiety, and I talked about how I'm seeing a therapist for a lot of things, but that that one really helps too. And that I'm not okay. And I read this quote that, you know, anybody with a heart and a mind isn't okay. Um, I forget who said that, but it was somebody ancient, maybe and famous. Either way, whoever it was, I agree with that. Um, Because there's always a lot going on. And how do we deal with those types of things? And how do we adjust and adapt? And what's worth talking about? And is it, you know, like those types of conversations, what their fears are, what their hopes are. Um, I hope to get into that. Uh, with them and to help them un- help them believe that their voice is important. Um, so that's a goal. And, and you know what else about education is, is I read a thing about looping. I think it was Finland that does it and where s- teachers kind of move up with their students. And I do love that. I always encourage my ninth grade and 10th grade to take my other classes and I hope that they will. I'll, I've also been searching what the healthiest charcuterie was. Um, I started eating some salami type meats, but I don't know. I left that off. I've been trying, I was trying to do the grazing method really just turned into a basic lunch. And, uh, but I've been eating these, uh, healthy chickpeas, these dried chickpeas, which do take every bit of spit out of your mouth. After you put about three in there, you got to chew for a million times and got to definitely have some water around. Um, but I've been eating the chickpeas and like granola bars and crazings and, Cottage cheese and peaches, which I'm got to figure out a better thing besides that. Um, but then cheese and crackers, those little round ones that come in the, I'm an assorted crackers guy, you know, I'm an assorted cracker is what I am. And like with the ones with the little poppy seeds in there, mm, there's one that's got like a garlic flavor, but you don't really ever know which one you're about to get or whatever. It's probably not garlic, but it's some type of herbs. So anyway, like, uh, yeah, that's that's what I've been doing for lunch Be, because I, I, I've been trying to get back to being healthy. I blame that pineapple casserole stuff at my dad's uh, like the funeral lunch thing. The church lady is so nice. They made all this stuff in the cheesecake. Oh, my God. Like, so I got back on the sugar kick around then and I've definitely gotten the old uh, emergence of the pot belly back again. So I've been trying to get back on track, which is obviously, you know, this time of year where holiday season's going to be really tough. So I was going to do the couch to 5k. I got the app. I was doing it. I did it for about three weeks. I was running in intervals and, you know, walking a minute, running a minute. And I was doing all the things and I was stretching and I was warming up and I was cooling down. And then, yeah, man, my left knee was just like mm, something isn't right. Um, so I, I pulled the plug on that. And then I read about this guy who's been walking 20,000 steps a day and he did it for a month. And so I was like, well, I'm going to try that. And that's really difficult. But I got about 15,000 the first day and 12,000 the next day. And yesterday was tough because it was raining. So I only got about 9,000. 
Um, but today, as soon as I'm done here, really, I'm going to go make my cachava shake and then I'm off down to the river for my big loop. Um, it's going to be sloppy down there. It rained a lot. Um, but yeah, then we did this Friendsgiving thing and this, these people made these little mini apple pies and I got to bring four home and then I heated them up and put them in there with some vanilla, vanilla ice cream. And then one day I even poured a little bit of my coffee in there and oh my God, it was like, mm, 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 mm. And, and one of my students brought cinnamon rolls that were homemade. You see what I'm saying? But my theory is that if I continue to 15,000-ish steps a day, if I stay on that and, and get back into my, my lifting routine, I'm really psyching myself up here. Y'all should be able to see me like I'm, I'm really making myself believe this. Then it's okay, you know. Like if I stay on this healthy activity, then yes, I'm going to eat all the stuff over the next several months because it's Thanksgiving, it's Christmas, and then it's our family birthday season. Like Then I... We'll, we'll still be on track when I when I get better eating habits. We'll see how that goes. Ah. I saw this thing on Instagram. I don't know if it's real. I almost bought it, but it was $35, so I'm not definitely not going to buy it for $35. But it was called Delve Deck, and I just had some really interesting questions in there. And, uh, and it just made me think about the future of the podcast. Like those were some... Some interesting questions that were up there, like what are you, what is it that you're angry about that you've been angry about for a long time, or what are you what are you into in pop culture that you wish you weren't, or what are you not that everyone else is, you know, things like that. Just some random questions that I like. Um, I can I'm sure I can find most of those types of things on the old internet, but it did. It made me think about like where where are we going here with DT with DT madness, and so with that, I guess. It'd be time for a good time for, for tea with, with Mara here. So as we wrap up today here in episode 77, I, I wanted to say that I've been looking up quotes on sadness. I uh, have been pretty open, and I think a lot of what DT Madness has been about over these past 77 episodes, um, what, 80-something weeks, how, how it's been close to two years, not quite a year and a half. But I think a lot of what it's been about is my journey through, um, my journey towards mental health. And, you know, Rosalind Carter just passed away and she was a, a champion for mental health, I keep reading. And that we're getting closer and closer to understanding that mental health and physical health are our health, you know, and that there's this stigma with mental health that has faded away but is still there to a certain extent. Um, and so me working through anxiety and depression and trauma and all of these types of things that I've been carrying with me for a long time that showed themselves up in various ways. But, but, you know, I've talked about the, the living Lotus counseling center and the fact that the therapy that I am involved in is mainly sensory motor therapy that, that my body knows things, you know, I don't know how to exactly put it that my mind can't quite get to. I mean, it's all wrapped together, cognitive, emotional, sensory motor. It's all connected, of course. Um, but I've been, been working through that, uh, about every other week now for a year or so. Um, and definitely feeling healthier, definitely feeling wholer. (laughs) Okay. You know, more whole, whatever. 
can you be more whole? I don't think so. Closer to whole, I think, is maybe where we're at here. Um, but another aspect of the therapy is 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 systems theory, family systems theory. The idea that maybe there's not just one self, but but we have a lot of different selves. Um, not in a type of like split personality as much as like just different aspects, you know, and that there are different parts of me. Like there's a huge part of me that needs affirmation, you know, so go and like the podcast. No, I'm just kidding. Am I? Um, but, but there is that part of me and there's a part of me that's, that has anger. And that was what was really interesting in my last, you know, therapy session is, is that I thought I was dealing with anger. Turns out it's just a protector. And one of the things that it was protecting a part of me that it is protecting something that's deep, that's been pushed away in exile uh, is how the, the family systems language would talk about it is just sadness. And we had an episode called DT sadness one time and maybe into the fourth life or in this transition of fourth life. Maybe if this is the last episode of DT madness, maybe the transition phase would be a DT sadness kind of thing. Because it's the sadness that I need to tend to, sadness that hasn't been tended to in my whole life. Um, so I looked up some some quotes to begin to think about it. I wrote a poem. I'm not going to share that here, not yet. Um, but, uh, you know, in, in, I believe it's Macbeth. Shakespeare writes, give sorrow words. The grief that does not speak knits up the o'erwrought heart and bids it break. And so that's why I wanted to to write this poem. My counselor encouraged me to to pick an object and to carry that object around, like as it were, my sadness, because something that hasn't been dealt with for so long. If if it's if it's it is internal, obviously, but like the object on the outside to focus my sadness on helps me to keep it kind of at arm's length if I need to, if it becomes overwhelming to begin to deal with. Um, so I'm trying to give sorrow those words. Rumi, of course, I, I talked for several episodes in a row about uh, reading through the, the works of Rumi. Um, and one of our favorite quotes is, I know you're tired, but come, this is the way. And I looked up that entire poem there um it, it it's called in your light and there there are many stanzas to it uh, in your light but but i do want to share the whole thing because like as i was dealing with this thing the sensory motor therapy and i'm, I'm working with my anger and i feel like i'm releasing some of the anger like just throwing pillows around the room like i really am doing that my my therapist is just amazing and how she helps me um and, and I felt like I was dealing with the anger. And then instead of the release from the anger, like my transition just immediately was into this profound sadness. And I was like, I felt, I felt defeated. I did. I was like, man, I thought I was making progress here. And, and, and instead of working through the anger, the anger is, is pushed away. And now I'm, I hit this wall and I'm like, how do I, I, I just feel stuck. How do I get out? I don't feel like there's a way out. Uh, and that was in that moment, you know, in those huge emotions that I was feeling dealing with the sensory motor therapy. And she very kindly and, and softly spoke to me in that moment 
because these are like psychedelic experiences. I, I can't, I just, I don't know. I'd have to talk to you about it. It's wild. I could never explain it on a podcast format, but um, there's a lot pent up inside, I guess. But but she said, no, Daniel, the, the sadness is the way. Through the sadness is the way. And okay. And Rumi says, I know you're tired, but come. This is the way. In your light, I learn how to love. In your beauty, how to make poems. You dance inside my chest where no one sees you. But sometimes I do. And that sight becomes this art. So yeah. Through the sadness. That's where I'm at. And uh, I don't know. I'll try to be back next week with a Church of Six production. Church of Six is my five. The five people in my family plus you. It's brought to you by the Bucket of Life. Drop a pebble in and see where the ripples go. You're going to make ripples one way or the other. Be aware of them. By the ball of belief, your voice matters. You matter. By the foundation tower of stone. I use that to think about the people that have come before me. But increasingly, my place in that tower. A new one that I added in this week, the wind chime of wonder. Um, I've got a couple wind chimes outside that people gave to me and it helps me to remain centered and think about all the things. By the magic rock times two, by the rope of renewal. The rope, of course, was another part of the sensory motor therapy. The magic rock was a part of that, letting go. By the token of hope, this too shall pass. Nothing divine is desperate, y'all. And may all your circumstances serve to awaken compassion. And as you go, teach peace. Don't forget to believe and be live. It's Christmas time when I bought the sign from the lady who had made the sign that she thought said believe, but she left out the second E and I knew I had to have it because be live is just as important as believe. Be live right now. Peace, my friends.